the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite! Good evening. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is T. It's Friday, TGIF peeps, and you know what? I'm like shocked we made it. This just seemed like a long, drawn-out drag of a week. Um, but you know what? Just getting to share this time with you all just makes me so happy and just makes up for, for any uh, negativity that might have come along the way. And to those out there sitting in your cars in the Southern California traffic, I'm glad to share this time with you. Please feel free to give me a call here. The number is 888-344-1170. Again, that's 888-344-1170. I've actually set aside a little extra time for phone calls tonight. So uh, you can chime in on anything or you can actually have a little fun because it's Friday. We're going to have a little fun on Friday Fun Day. We're going to play Name That Tweet. Last time we played the game, there were some people that called in, but they were a little nervous, didn't know how it was going to work. So my buddy Joe called in from New York, and he just perfectly played the game and showed everybody how easy it was, how fun it was. Uh, My buddy, my partner in crime here, has pulled some really great tweets for you all. So please uh, call us in a little bit later. If you're in San Diego, you can uh, win tickets. If you win the game, you can win tickets to Cirque du Soleil, which is coming to town. An amazing show. You know, let's put aside, let's make sure we set time aside in our lives to have some fun. It's important to be engaged in politics and talk about everything that's important to our world, but it's also important to have fun as well. If you don't live in San Diego and you still want to play the game, you can call in and play the game and just pick somebody that you want locally in San Diego to uh, get the tickets. Joining me as always, this time, DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. He picked a jaunty little... Uh, sound effects. Uh, classy. That was classy? Yeah, you know, like royalty, royalty. Oh, that was royalty. Okay, because I was c- kind of flashing on a leprechaun. I was kind of thinking Lucky Charms. Just kind of it's March. Yes. Are you Irish? I am mostly Irish, yeah. I'm Irish, Dutch, Scottish, English. I'm a Euro mutt. Well, I kind of am too. I mean, I we the only thing we know for sure is we've got some what's called black Irish on my dad's side. He He comes from the Kirklands. And then mama side, we had some American Indian, but I'm primarily mud. I've been tempted. Y'all let me know out there if any of you have done any of those ancestry DNA tests and whether or not you think they're accurate. I'm kind of scared to find out. I might get, like be Russian or something, have Russian ties, and then, you know, Jeff Sessions is going to come after me and like bust me for criticizing him. Well, my dad did the other one. I forget what the other brand is, but there's two main ones, and he did the other one, and all the stuff that we thought kind of came up, Dutch, Irish, but then there was, like, Filipino and African-American and, like, very small amount, but it, it, I don't know, it was kind of surprising. Well, the reality is it's, you know, I mean, if it, we are a melting pot here in this country, I mean, it makes sense that somewhere along the way, 
you know, that that uh, we've all bumped up against each other. And maybe somewhere along the way, our ancestors had a little fun bumping up against others. See, I'm in the mood There's to have some fun tonight. a lot of Irish blood in America. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, got, first of all, I want to start, though, um, offering prayers to everybody. You know, I was complaining today. I was cold. It was 60, some, 60 degrees in San Diego. But we have a nor'easter going on around the country. Uh, I think six people have died, including children, in trees that have fallen over in these high winds. So prayers for everybody's safety out there. Out here, we've got a rainstorm, and we've uh, we, which is always a threat of mudslides. So I want to start tonight's show by telling everybody that uh, yeah, I'm in the mood for some fun, but my heart still goes out to everybody out there that's that's uh, facing something challenging right now. Speaking of prayers, I was so glad coming off of the week that we've got. I've been talking. For so long that I think that uh, the issue that we've got with these school shootings that's being ignored, nobody really wants to talk about it because it's too complicated and difficult. It's easy to throw a Band-Aid on it. But we've just got such a cultural and spiritual crisis in this country. And to get to see kind of an old school church service take place today in the form of the funeral for Billy Graham, it just did my heart so good spiritually, you know, body, mind, and soul. And we really are spiritual creatures. The left wants to... To, to separate us from our God. And, and you don't even have to be a Christian to have watched that service today and feel good about this message of hope, uh, hearing messages about a loving, godly man and father and how he lived what he preached. He was a humble man. I, I loved the service today. It just took me back to my childhood when I sat in a hard wooden pew holding a hymnal, not reading lyrics that were put for me on a computer screen with synthesized music in the background, um, hearing true and a true, unfiltered, pure message of Christianity today, and how that has healed so many hearts and minds during uh, during uh, Billy Graham's lifetime, and then now through his children. I just felt like the timing here could not have been a coincidence that at this time in our in our country's life, that 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 was on display today. Um, I, I would like to wish I could just keep it completely positive, but there was somebody missing who should have been there and it says everything about the battle of good versus evil that we face in this country when you see a man who was excoriated for being just so imperfect donald trump sitting there singing along trying to you know do his best to keep up with the hymn obama was nowhere to be found nowhere shame shame on his house you it's it's really uh it, it really I'm just going to leave it there because I'm 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 not going to judge. Let him let him answer for who he is and and for his actions throughout his life. Just like Billy Graham will have to answer uh, for his. Um, if you're just tuning in, by the way, this is the Andrea K. Show. Lots of hype, hysteria, and um, histrionics going on uh, about so much in in, in Washington and. Um, particularly today, the hype and the hysteria is over this Hope Hicks departure. And I got to thinking about why in the world is the left so hysterical over this? I kind of threw up a post yesterday about it, and it was like, who can name the communications directors? Nobody can. Okay, let's move on from this. Oh, no, the left is continuing with this. Then they threw up these rumors last night about McMaster possibly leaving. I was like, good, Mick, move on down the road, dude, because you are not exactly – you have gone behind Trump's back in public and said things he shouldn't have said. He is not uh, – not where he needs to be, McMaster, in terms of radical Islam. But I got to thinking about the real reason behind all this hysteria and hype over Hope Hicks leaving. They're trying to drive the narrative that 
that the chaos that's going on in this White House and these key people leaving that are not really key. I mean, Hope Hicks is 28 years old. She's been in Trump's world all of like five seconds, okay? Um, what this is all, same thing for McMaster. I got to thinking about really what the play is. The play here is to try to pressure Trump under this false narrative of chaos that he can't do anything about Sessions, that he can't push Sessions out, that he's got to keep the keeper of the deep state Otherwise, he's otherwise there's too much chaos going on. That's got to be what this is, because just this past week before Hope Hicks announced her resignation and before this thing was floated with McMaster, what was the big topic everybody was talking about? And what did President Trump strategically tweet about earlier this week? He was tweeting about Jeff Sessions and how shameful it was and disgraceful was the word that he used that Jeff Sessions did, is not himself investigating the FISA warrants. We have more information that came out today thanks to Devin Nunes. That who was what did President Trump say day one? We knew that and and still to this day, we know that there's been no proof of any Trump Russia collusion crimes, anything committed with with Trump and Russia, nor was there ever probable cause. It was lies given to a FISA court to allow a Democrat sitting president and a Democrat candidate to spy on the Trump administration. But day one, there were the only crimes that were immediately coming out were leaks. We find out today who was one of the people responsible for the leaks. Andrew McCabe, the one who was practically escorted to the door by Christopher Ray after seeing the Nunes memo. And where is Jeff Sessions? What is he doing? He's hiding somewhere. Jeff Sessions is doing the same thing as those sheriff's deputies outside of Parkland. He's not doing his job. And I really think that all this pressure on Trump about and this this narrative is of chaos is because I think Trump is really close to pulling the trigger to get rid of Jeff Sessions. And so when I hear people like um, who I typically respect, people like Neil Cavuto, people like uh, uh, Judge Napolitano saying that he can't get rid of Sessions because it would just be too much chaos on the heels of Hope Hicks and others. I have to say for some reason they just want Sessions to stay in his job. Something else that caused a lot of hysteria today was President Trump and the opioid crisis talking about how there should be death penalties for uh, these drug dealers who go around and have thousands of deaths on um, their on their activities. That to me, um, yeah, I, I think that the left clearly considers drug dealing a victimless crime. I think that he was being hyperbolic, speaking of hysteria and, and overhype. I think he was being hyperbolic. I don't think he's going to try to push for the death penalty, but he was clearly trying to make the point that these drug dealers that the left considers to be a victimless crime, this is not a victimless crime. In terms of the opioid crisis, though, I do think we have a crisis in this country, but I also think it's a crisis of spirit. It's a crisis, a cultural crisis. We've always had drugs in this country. We, we've always had drugs that were cheap, that high school kids, that adult kids could get a hold of, whether it was pot. I, I mean, I could every day at Slido High, we had LSD available that I could have done every day in the parking lot. And you know what? It was dang cheap. We've always had drugs available to us. So why do we have a crisis in this country now? For the same reason why we have a crisis of violence in this country, because we've got a cultural and spiritual crisis in this country. Do I think that the government should get involved in terms of raising uh, increasing penalties for drug dealers? Absolutely. Do I think that we need to get involved with with penalties for doctors who are overprescribing? Absolutely. Uh, any type of uh, drug cartels bringing bad drugs into this country? Yes. But I'm concerned that we're not talking about individual responsibility. I turned on Fox yesterday and saw Martha McCallum start to do an interview with a woman, and I'm thinking that she's going to talk about maybe a, a, a child who had 
some injury and ended up accidentally getting addicted to drugs. And she's talking about her son, the heroin addict. And I thought, well, wait a second. I, my heart broke for that lady. But again, you know, we, we've we got to continue to stay on. Uh, we can't let, you know, it, it's tough because I know, I know I'm going to come across sounding heartless. But we've got to get individual responsibility back into our lives. We cannot... Tell everybody they can do whatever they want. They're not responsible for themselves. And then when they get in trouble, it's the government, i.e. taxpayers' responsibility to fix the problem. We're talking about billions of dollars now in rehab and this and that paid for by taxpayers. And why? Because too many people are, you know, it's getting themselves involved with drugs that they shouldn't. I'm curious as to what you guys think about it. Uh, the number is 888-344-1170. When we come back, we're going to shift gears because a whole other area of histrionics and hysteria came about today when Trump said he was going to do what he said on the campaign trail he was going to do, which was implement some tariffs and try to correct some trade deals going on. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying four and a quarter percent for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. Hey, parents and grandparents, today is the day to get half-price tuition. And now's the time to call to enroll your child or grandchild into a quality private school for the 2018-19 school year for half-price. Call now, 844-800-5757. Log on to am1170theanswer.com and see the list of outstanding private schools. Then call us right away at 844-800-5757. First come, first served. Call now, 844-800-5757. 
From your friends at Homefront Radio, we want to let you know that we have moved our show from Mondays at 6 p.m. to our new home each Saturday at 1 p.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All of the valuable content that you look forward to can now be found each and every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Your hosts will continue to forge partnerships with those who enhance the lives of military and veteran families each week. Be sure to tune in this Saturday and every Saturday at 1 p.m. for Homefront Radio, the trusted voice of the veteran community. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about the opioid crisis and the government's role versus individual responsibility. Y'all know that you longtime Andrea K Show listeners know that I am one that believes in individual freedom, liberty, and individual responsibility. I think they're twin sisters, and I'm concerned. I, my heart goes out to anybody that struggles with any kind of addiction. Uh, y'all know I got to fight against my sweet tooth all day long. Um, but, you know, I, I think that we, again, we've, we've, we're at a place in our, our country where we've got a cultural and spiritual crisis, and that's what led to this drug crisis that we've got. Do we have people that, you know, are having surgeries and accidentally getting addicted? Yes. But I'm thinking that there's an individual response. Not everybody's an innocent victim here in this story. And we need to go back to the days in which we told kids that there was right and wrong and don't do drugs. Remember Nancy Reagan? Just say no. Well, I'm going to just say yes to some callers because we got a caller waiting. Um, Before we go to my expert, who's a a financial and economic expert to help break down all the hysteria that's happening today over the trade wars. Oh my gosh, President Trump, he says he's he's going to have a trade war. Who's going to win? I don't know about y'all, but usually I see Trump win the wars, but we're going to see what my caller has to say. Joining me now is Ben. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Andrea, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. What's on your mind? Hey, um, well, you got a sweet tooth? I do. I'm eating some sugar-free candy right now. So I got it, too. But listen, about this trade war, I'm all behind Trump. The dude's a millionaire, all right? And a billionaire, a billionaire. And he knows what the heck he's doing. You know, millions of us voted for him. we got to put our faith and trust him that he's doing the right thing here. He's not going to screw us over. I think he's going to stand behind us in everything, and from trade wars to the Second Amendment to the wall, everything. You know, we got to give him a chance. He's our only hope. You know, so those people that that are fair-weathered Trump Trumpsters, people, get a wake up. Okay, I so hear. That's you. all I got to say. Well, I like it. Um, you know, I hope you don't mind. I, I'm one of these people that I I call myself an equal opportunity criticizer, and the fact that I advocate for conservative ideas more than party or Paul. Um, and so if I feel like somebody, well, here's what I like about Trump. Let me say it this way. Trump is somebody who responds when he is brainstorming and he says something or he's got an idea and he gets pushed back from the public about it. He listens and he responds. And I think that when he made that comment that, it, that I think he 
would admit that he shouldn't have made, for example, about take the guns first and due process later. He corrected himself upon pushback at a meeting with the NRA last night and Chris Cox, and the message was sent to the American people. I ain't going anywhere on the Second Amendment, and I, and I respect him for doing that. Trump continues to have my support. Thank you so much for calling. Um, I wanted to uh, take that call first before I went to my expert because um, I'm, I'm curious. He is a financial and economic expert for Town Hall. His name is Jerry Boyer, and um, I wanted to get his opinion on tonight. I did study economics in college, but I think I learned just enough to know what I don't know. So, Jerry, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thank you, Andrea. Great to be with you. Okay, so thank you. Um, so uh, Trump announces today, or announced yesterday via tweet, supposedly without having a big uh, powerhouse meeting with his economic advisors, and says he's going to implement this tariff on steel and aluminum, and uh, the aluminum's kind of hit the fan, Jerry. <laughs> uh, something has hit the steel fan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and and I, I think it should. Um, I, look, I've, I've been spending most of the past year cheering from the sidelines for policy um, proposals that uh, President Trump has implemented. But I didn't join a cult. I, you know, I mean, supporting a president, supporting a policy agenda of a, of a president doesn't mean I, I suppose I'm supposed to disconnect my critical thinking or just trust him because he's a billionaire or a millionaire. There's billionaires who are lefties and there's millionaires who are lefties. Yeah, so I, mean, that does, um, I mean, that's just that's that's kind of a broken thought process. So when Trump is right, I want to say he's right. His tax policy is you know, tax cut was a wonderful achievement. That was great. I wrote positively about it, and when I appeared on radio and TV to talk about it, I said positive things because it's a good thing. But this is a tax hike. So the same part of me that loved his tax cuts is not really very pleased about these proposed tax hikes because um, tariffs are basically taxes that we impose on ourselves, but we act as though we're imposing them on foreigners. Um, and, And I use aluminum. You know, yeah. I mean, I use steel. We have washing machines here. I have a family of seven. We use the washing machine a lot. You're a family of seven? Because one's going to clink out. So I want those. I, yeah. I, I don't want higher taxes on metals. Right. Um, you're a family of seven. How many of those are animals or how many of those are people? Oh, <laughs> sometimes I'm not entirely sure, but generally um, I think of them as people. Okay. Uh, although, <laughs> although sometimes there's other elements that come out. Um, now, if you're adding animals, uh-huh. well, let me see. We got the two dogs and the one visiting dog per day. That's three dogs, two cats. So five animals and seven children, and, and my wife and I. So that's nine humans. Yeah, you know what? That's a lot of that's a lot of aluminum, and you know. I, I... Um, I, some people would say, let me give you the other side of the argument that, uh, this is, this is doing something about a steel industry that's collapsing and we either get involved now and we try to correct things that are going on with this trade imbalance, or we can say goodbye to steel forever. What's your argument yeah, I'd there? Say that, I'd say that, w- I'd say that's a really great argument if it had been made about 50 or 60 years ago. Um, if we wanted to preserve, preserve the steel industry, then you preserve it. Now there are good, you know, good arguments against that too. Um, but if if you're if the, if the idea is we want to preserve the steel industry, by the way, I'm I'm talking to you from Pittsburgh, not just Pittsburgh. I'm talking to you from McKeesport. This is the buckle of the steel belt. All right, the, um, this is Tube City. So I saw eighty thousand jobs leave in a couple of years, and it destroyed this community. But that happened already. 
If, ta- if you're going to use tariffs to save the steel industry, it was back then. Now we have already distributed around the world that steel and aluminum production. It's not going to come back by doing something like this. Um, all it's going to do is hurt some industries that actually are growing now. Like there in San Diego, you've got some good stuff going with aerospace. Well, what does aerospace do? It buys metal and it sells jets. Well, if we're going to make metal more expensive, then you're going to get layoffs there in San Diego for precision engineering and for aerospace. So even if theoretically, I mean, some of the founding fathers, like Alexander Hamilton said, we ought to protect infant industries. Okay, you know, we can argue about that, but that's not what this is doing. All this is going to do is raise prices for the industries that actually are still growing. Um, Yeah, for example, I don't see it bringing back a single steel job. And I would like it to. A lot of my friends around here in my neighborhood are are retired steel workers, right? You know, it would be great if if their kids could work in the steel mills. But that's not going to happen, not by something like this. You basically have to outlaw foreign steel in order to reverse things that much. And you'd cause a depression by doing it. Yeah, well, you know, one of the industries that might be hurt here in San Diego is we are the microbrew capital of the world. Uh, many of the uh, local breweries um, put the, in addition uh, to uh, they they're having their breweries themselves. I mean, they distribute with cans. Uh, so, I mean, this is, this would have a huge impact on us, but I also heard, uh, I think yeah, it was, Charles, aluminum. yeah, that's aluminum. And I also heard Charles Payne talking about what it would do for like Keystone pipeline. I mean, there's a variety of industries, but we've also had pushback from other countries. Uh, one of which I believe it was, um, uh, was it Electrolux who said, you know, $250 million um, uh, industry push or bringing, I think, manufacturing plants of Electrolux? I'm not sure in what way they were going to bring $250 million worth of Electrolux business here. Um, but they said that they're, they're going to uh, hold off on that. Um, now, well, of course they are, because we're, we're going to become the high metal price region of the world. Yeah. Because we're going to uh, tax metals. So we're basically punishing anyone who, who imports metal to the United States to turn it into, into goods, manufactured goods. And look, again, remember, this is me here, Pittsburgh, steel. This, but steel is a commodity business right now. It's not a super high value-added business. Uh, jet planes are, you know, self-driving cars. You know, there's some stuff going on there. That's a high value-added business, high yeah. salaries. So I don't understand why we would punish that for a business that um, is pretty much already undergone its automation shift, pretty much has already distributed its processing around the world, and isn't really a super high-wage business to begin with compared to the ones that we're hurting. It's just, it, I mean, you, you want to be smart in trade? This isn't smart. Yeah, I mean, even if someone's a protectionist, even if someone does not believe in free trade, there is smart protection and there is makes no sense at all protection. And this is in the latter category. Well, I certainly don't. But I don't know that it's the same of like a, you know, what a Holly Smoot situation, though. No, because that was huge. Um, yeah. uh, Smoot Holly raised twelve hundred taxes um, yeah. and people were talking, you know, saying America first and all that. And you know what? You know what people said then? Well, Herbert Hoover, he's a millionaire. He's the best business guy in the world. We should just trust him uh, because he's a business guy, and he'll straighten things out, and he destroyed the economy. And the Republicans were in the wilderness for basically 20 years. I'm enough of a Republican that I don't want to be in the wilderness for 20 years, so we shouldn't mess with it. No, it's not as bad as Smoot-Hawley. And by the way, the president, I mean, maybe he'll – he has a tendency to lay out a position as a negotiating position, then kind of – 
you know, to move back. So yeah. I hope that's where we are. I kind of uh, think that that is moving in this direction. Then it's going to hurt us. Yeah, and I, I, hurt us. yeah I kind of think that's where he is. I, I, I kind of think it's to me, it seems like, you know, um, start at the top and negotiating and work your way down. You know, it's like, you know, start with the greatest of what you want and then and then settle somewhere somewhere lower. Um, you know, right yeah, now we've got jobless claims uh, plunge 49 year low incomes up the most than five years. Manufacturing expanding at the fastest pace since 2004. U.S. crude out point, uh, output at an all time high. We've got a really good economic situation right now. We and, do. Yeah. And so, and it's, you know, it's getting better. I yeah. Mean, I think we're going to have a great year. Don't mess with it. Right. Don't mess with a great year. Don't. Me- we just came off of a really good year. We're heading into a great year. I see no reason to get in and fiddle with that. Um, got up in the minute or so that we have left. Um, it was interesting speaking of business and people trying to threaten and, you know, try, try to play games for politics. Uh, all these businesses that said, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're going to withdraw these discounts for NRA members. And we don't want to do this or that because of the NRA. It didn't work out so well for them, did it? No, it didn't. Um, there's some polling analysis that shows that actually they're more negative uh, now after they made that decision. Uh, because I, you know, I think the American people don't really like political cowardice, um, and I don't. I think this is just. I think the backlash is just getting started. I think the days are over when a couple of thousand internet activists can uh, basically mal mal corporations into going left, and then we all just say, well, I guess it's over. You know, I guess that's not really gonna. We're not gonna do anything about it anymore. I think the American people, um, just as voices, um, as and as customers. And I'm just speaking for myself here. I help manage money. Shareholders, we own these companies. Mm-hmm. We own Delta Airlines. We own United Airlines. We own Hertz. We own Avis. We own these companies. They are the hired help. The CEOs might think of themselves as master of the universe, but that's our money. If these deals with the NRA were good for business, then keep them because you're there for business. If they were bad for business, then why'd you do them in the first place? So if they're canceling things that are good alliances for business purposes, bulk pricing, just because they want to look good, then what they're really doing is using our money for social prestige, and that is a misuse of shareholder resources. What do you think? time we do something about right. it. Right. What do you think about the, the Georgia um, um, politicians down there who said, oh, not so fast, Delta. Maybe we'll hold up. Maybe we're going to stall on them tax breaks we were going to give you. Well, I actually don't like – those tax breaks anyway. I like low taxes for everybody rather than special breaks for big companies. Uh, but I also like that Delta is getting pushed back on a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, and you, you notice the CEO of Delta was on TV today and he said, oh, uh, I'm second. I'm pro Second Amendment. Uh-huh. Really? You're discriminating against a group of people for no reason other than their position on the Second Amendment. You're discriminating against customers based on their political view. That is unethical. It's a misuse of shareholder resources. And people who own these companies, because listen, shareholders generally are conservative. This, this mm-hmm. is not, your, your pension money is probably in these companies. Yeah. I think it's time we start talking to these people to say, listen, leave your politics at home. St- you know, stick to business when you get into the board. When you get into the office, you make business uh, decisions that are for the benefit of the shareholders. And if you want to give money to some anti-gun group personally, Mr. Right. CEO – Fine, but don't use our money to uh, put the thumb on the scale politically. Exactly. Here, here, Jerry. Now, how can people read your stuff and, and learn more about your, your thoughts and your wisdom? Probably the best place is, I don't know if it's wisdom, but uh, whatever it is, um, they can, best way to reach me is just go to townhall.com, and there's a finance channel there that I edit. And by the way, in an article in a couple of days, we're going to have a list of the companies that, um, that uh, broke off relationships with NRA members. 
Um, and maybe that's a good start for people to go and find out. Maybe you own some of those companies, and maybe it's time for you to take charge of the companies you own. So townhall.com, finance channel, Town Hall Finance. I'm the editor. I love it. Jerry, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. My pleasure, Andrew. Take care. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more Andrew K. Show when we come up. What celebrities finally figured out? that maybe they need to get the politics out of the entertainment industry, but it might be a little late because the Oscars are coming this weekend. And we got that and more, and we're going to get to your calls. I know that there's some, there's some callers on the line, so uh, stay with us. We'll be right back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create a strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at bridalwoodinsurance.com. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. You are here with more news about our Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise this summer. Usually these vacations only feature one of our talk show hosts, but the Aloha Talkers Hawaii cruise gives you three of us. Myself, along with Larry Elder and Mike Gallagher, island hopping in paradise, discussing the state of our country. Boy, we got some stories to tell. Get details, reserve your accommodations early by logging on to am870.info. Use the keyword aloha. That's am870.info, keyword aloha. We're going to have a great time. From your friends at Whistle Realty, we want to let you know that we have moved our show from Wednesdays at 6 p.m. to our new home each Saturday at 3 p.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All of the great local real estate content can now be found each and every Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. 
Your host, Kyle Whistle, will inform you, educate you, and entertain you with his valuable information and great on-air guests. Be sure to tune in this Saturday and every Saturday at 3 p.m. for Whistle Weekends with Kyle Whistle. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. It is Friday. You guys ready to have some fun? We like to have a little fun here on Fridays. Um, coming up, last segment of the show, we're, gonna, we're playing our little game called Name That Tweet. Now, if you live in San Diego and you want to go see an amazing show that's coming to town... It's the Cirque du Soleil Crystal Show, and it combines their amazing world-renowned acrobatics as well as um, ice skating and um, super, super um, easy game to play. Here's the way it's going to work. I'm going to read three tweets. I'm going to give you four names, and you're going to match the you're going to match the person to the tweet. Okay, and if you get them get them right, then you win tickets to go see Cirque du Soleil here in San Diego. Or, um, you know, if you don't live in San Diego and you just want to have fun and play the game like we did last time, uh, then you can uh, call in, play the game, and you can decide, you know, who gets um, to get the tickets. All right. So, um, joining me now, who remembers the term kofefi? Remember that term, DJ Carrot Sticks? Do you remember that term, kofefi? It's very yeah. confusing the next day after that. Well, yeah. Well, it actually, I just thought it was absolutely, um, I, I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. You know, um, what I love so much about President Trump, and, and I was, um, I was, I was kind of like a lot of people at the time, uh, initially, I think it was his first six months in office, um, he, you know, there were some people to where it was like, oh my gosh, maybe he needs to back off the tweeting. It's getting a little out of control. People are a little concerned about it. But you know what? What has happened since then? And at this point, uh, what's happened since then is that we love his tweets. It's a way for him to get around the media and leapfrog over it. It's part of his genius. You can tell at times when he's absolutely uh, strategic about it. And, you know, in, in when you have a mainstream media that's doing everything that they can to try to control the message and, and control the minds, then I love that he's tweeting. Well, there's actually a new book out, a coffee table book called The Tweeter of the Free World. It was presented at CPAC. I was bummed I wasn't able to be at CPAC. Joining me now is the author of this book, and his name is Mark. Mark, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Oh, yes, ma'am. My name, this is John Worthen on the call. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Sorry for getting your name wrong, but we got the name of the book right, didn't we? The Tweeter of the Free World? Yes, ma'am. 
Yes, ma'am, you did. Okay, so tell everybody about the book. Okay, well, uh, my buddy William Clark and I, we got together, and um, as you can probably tell, we're pretty big Trump fans, and we were always so enamored with his tweets. And, you know, we, we just sat down one day and we're like, what makes him tick? Why does, why does he do what he does, and why does he say the things that he says? And There's got to be a, a method to uh, his madness. So we kind of sat down and we went through all 30,000 of his tweets. 30,000? 30,000 tweets. It started back in 2009. And, uh, and it doesn't look like it's slowing down anytime soon, thankfully. <laughs> but uh, we, we sat down and we looked at all the tweets and we started picking out some of our, some of our favorite ones. And uh, we, we, we got about 130 of them and we decided to put it in that coffee table book that you were speaking about before. And, you know, He's, he's never changed, and that's something that we really like and since the beginning in 2009. You know, actually, a fun fact, uh, his fourth tweet ever was about building a wall and, and no. protecting our borders. Yes, ma'am. You know, it's fascinating because when you've, what, what I'm hearing through this is not only is he, are his tweets funny, engaging, charismatic, but that there is a consistency to him. So, so much of the criticism about him when he was on the primary trail was that he didn't have any core. There was no core about him, that he just shifted in the wind. But that's absolutely not true. No, it's not true at all, actually. He's shown nothing but consistency all the way from 2009 long before he was even saying that he was going to run for the presidency. Um, what's your favorite tweet? Oh, man. Uh, that, I think it's CPAC. I, I think I heard that question at least 100 times. Oh, but, see, sorry. I know, thought I'm, I was I'm, being original. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure what my favorite tweet is. Um, I, I, I guess since we put it on the book, I think my favorite tweet is when he was talking about the, the Kofefe or, you know, Kofefe, to be yeah. honest, I'm not even sure how to, how he wanted that pronunciation to be, but I love that because that, that embodied what I think president Trump is. And I, to me, I think he uses Twitter as his uh, number one tool to send the media down a rabbit hole as, as a huge distraction to keep them away from what's actually going on. So he can focus on getting his agenda done and following through on the, uh, the promises that he made on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. And that tweet right there was the, the perfect example in my mind because no one knew what it meant. And to be honest, I don't think that there ever was supposed to be any meaning. You know, right. we had heard a lot of, a lot of people say it at uh, CPAC, like, oh, was it a mistype? Was it this? Was it that? And, you know, this is speculation on my part, but I think that he, he made that tweet because he wanted people to go crazy and he wanted to drive a, a news cycle on it. And, that's what he's good at doing, and I think he wanted to prove that he can send this uh, establishment, <laughs> establishment media into, uh, into a frenzy trying to figure out what he meant. So well, that'll be my favorite tweet. Well, yeah, um, I love his tweeting. Um, there, I, there, was, there were maybe some moments where I thought maybe he needs to back off the tweeting, but actually it's brilliant. He is, he's driving narratives. I think, for example, the tweet against Jeff Sessions this week was all about telling him do your job and go in. And he and and when he's had leaks from within within his White House, when he's got a media that's working against him and being dishonest, you you know, he's got to use uh, this platform and he does it better than anybody. I was loving the tweets with him and Alec Baldwin today. More genius. I wasn't that awesome. And, you know, he just he plays these celebrities like a fiddle, you know, and he's so he's so courageous and so fearless. Um, you know, yes, ma'am. Are, are you gonna, guys going to be doing a, a part two? Uh, yeah, that, we we kind of joke about the end of the at the end of the book. We have volume two, three, four, five, six, and seven coming uh, to match with the 
years left in the presidency. But I want to point out one thing, too, to sure. kind of talk about that, to what I think is the genius of, of President Donald Trump. And um, you were speaking about the Jeff Sessions tweet, and yeah. it's, uh, it's something that's interesting to point out. And he referred to Jeff Sessions as Mr. Magoo. And <laughs> actually, if you if you look that up and you look into what Mr. Magoo is known for, uh, Mr. Magoo is actually known for acting like he doesn't know what's going on, but having things seemingly always go his way, regardless of whatever people view him as. So, yeah, so people are commenting a lot on Jeff Sessions' inactivity on doing things that Republicans think that he needs to do with prosecutions or going after. But I think that uh, Trump may be hinting at something there with just keep the faith and and stay patient, even though it looks like, you know, not a lot's going on. I think there's a lot going on in the background. Well, the book is The Tweeter of the Free World from William Clark and John Worthen Jr. And, John, thank you so much, and uh, I can't wait to have you back. How can people get the book? Yes, ma'am. So they can go on Amazon now and search it in, or they can actually go to our website at www.thetweeteroftheefreeworld.com, and they can get it there as well. All right. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Now, stay tuned, everybody, because who's going to win? Name that tweet. We got that game coming up. Guess guess who said which tweet and win some tickets to Cirque du Soleil. And if you're not in San Diego, then you can just play it and have some fun and pick somebody from San Diego. Because there's lots of my San Diego friends on Facebook and on Twitter. So uh, stay tuned and come on back. Call us, 888-344-1170, and play Name That Tweet. Speaking of tweets, and Twitter and free Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Are you a small business owner in need of cash to fund payroll, to buy new equipment, or to expand your business? Has your local bank turned you down? Have you been told no when you really, really need to hear yes? Get cash to run your business right now. Call Strategic Funding and get a yes today. 800-210-6998. If you've been in business for at least a year, have annual revenue of at least $150,000 and minimum credit score of 550, we can provide you with up to $500,000. Our unique financing service can get you the cash you need with very flexible payment plans, personalized to fit your specific situation. Growing your business just got a lot easier with approval in as little as one day. Stop worrying and call Strategic Funding today for a no-obligation consultation. 800-210-6998. 800-210-6998. 800-210-6998. 
This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up. To remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of the Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. Guys, are you tired of being tired, frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds, and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest, I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Back to The Andrea K Show. We got about eight minutes left if anybody wants to call in and play Name That Tweet. We had a caller earlier. We haven't... We. Seems like because oftentimes we get people calling in maybe on cell phones and there's not a good connection. If there's not a good connection, we just can't put you on the air. So we apologize for that. I guarantee you it's probably on Mount Soledad. Worst, worst reception yeah. ever up there. Yeah. So, you know, it seems like every night we've got one or two callers that try to call in and they just can't because of their phone. So sorry about that. I hope you understand we can't put you on. But we got a few minutes left. The number is 888-344-1170 if you want to play. Come on now, DJ Carrot Sticks picked some great tweets. Let me read one of you because I just love it. Guess who said, perfect symmetry to see so many liberals sporting this hashtag. Hashtag, thank you, dicks. <laughs> just just to give you a little tease there. You know, I was confused with that at first, but now I realize that's, that's about dick sporting's good. Yes, but, yeah, I was but thinking I'm something else. Yeah, but I'm teesh on that. Um, so anyway, we got a few minutes left um, if you guys want to play that. In the meantime... Well, we got the Oscars coming this weekend. Um, you know, gee, what is what is the Oscars got going on um, besides hypocrisy? They've got their swag bag that's involving mace. Um, had a test if somebody's put who's had to put a test in your drink to see if you've been roofed. Um, all kinds of stuff because basically um, they haven't purged all the pervs out of Hollywood. Meanwhile, they want to come out and lecture us on how we should be living and telling us everything what's wrong with conservatives. Well, Jennifer Lawrence has come out and said at some point there has to be separation between politics and the entertainment industry or we're all going to suffer. I think you're past that point, Jennifer Lawrence, particularly when we hear stories like 
uh, Mike Huckabee was forced to resign on the day one in which he was a board became a board member of CMA. This is Country Music Association's education arm. Um, some talent manager. And most of the time, these talent managers have no talent of their own, but they just make money off of those who have talent. Well, I guess this man, Jason Owen, who is the, quote, talent manager of Little Big Town and Casey Musgraves, whoever the stink that is, says, sent a letter to the C- uh, sent a letter to uh, the CMA saying, I will not participate in any organization that elevates people like this to positions that amplify their sick voices. Excuse me? Sick voices because he's a Christian? No, I think Jennifer Lawrence, I think you, I think the entertainment industry is past the point of um, the fact that they're going to suffer because I will never, ever watch anything with the CMA again. I already stopped watching the Oscars, Golden Globes, or anything else. Done, 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 done. Anyway, but we got time left to play Name That Tweet. we got a caller on the line. Hey, Richard, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi there. I'm ready to play. All right. Okay, so here's the celebrities. This is Name That Tweet Conservative Edition. You're going to tell me if it was James Woods. Dinesh D'Souza, Ann Coulter, or Matt Drudge, who said the tweets. Okay, tweet number one. Who said, come out from under your desk, Jeff Department. How I wish at real Donald Trump had appointed Ted Cruz instead of Jeff Sessions as Attorney General. Was that James Woods, Dinesh D'Souza, Ann Coulter, or Matt Drudge? Uh, Those are tough. I guess Ann Coulter. Well, that sound of no. Sorry, DJ Carrot Sticks was slow with that. He picked these tweets. He should know that that was a wrong answer. Okay, next one. It's funny how all the GOPs at gun meeting, except Rubio, obviously know all about guns, while the Dems may as well be talking about cold fusion. Was that Ann Coulter, Matt Drudge, Dinesh D'Souza, or James Woods? I'll try Ann again. Yes. All right. All right, last last tweet. All right, now, who said perfect symmetry to see so many liberals point sporting this hashtag, thank you, dicks? Was that James Woods, Ann Coulter, Dinesh D'Souza, or Matt Drudge? James Woods. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think James Woods, I think James Woods is second only to Donald Trump when it comes to Twitter finesse and being a Twitter genius. I am obsessed with James Woods on, on, on Twitter. I follow him every day. He's right up there with Donald Trump. Um, be sure to hold Richard from uh, Claremont, and we will make sure that you get tickets to Cirque du Soleil Crystal, which is coming uh, in March. How much, time do I, how much time do I have left? Oh, I've got two minutes left. Got to get into a little gender stuff going on here because you know how the left, one of the things that is planned at the Oscars is this time's up nonsense about income inequality between men and women. And, of course, they're talking about income inequality amongst the celebrities that, you know, are, is, are all the actors equally making $21 million a picture while the makeup gal is making eight ninety five an hour to try to slap some pretty on their faces, right? Well, Uber... Uh, a report came out that women drivers for Uber make 7% less than men. Oh, my gosh. Does that support the notion of income inequality? Well, how can this be since when I call up Uber or you call up Uber, you don't know who the driver is. You're not choosing an Uber driver on the basis of sex. You call, you order an Uber and whoever shows up at your door, you know, picks you up and takes you somewhere, right? So how is it? Does Uber magically know who the drivers are and is it intentionally somehow doing something against women? No. 
Now, unfortunately for the left and their hashtag Time's Up movement and these celebrities and their Time's Up movement, what made the difference? Well, it seems as though it was gender choice. It seems as though the men were willing to work in places like airports and other high traffic areas, and the women didn't want to work from those venues. It seems as though uh, the men were willing to work at certain hours that are more high capacity where you're going to make higher money. No, Are you familiar with Uber and surge pricing? And guess what else was at play? It seems as though the men drive faster, so they're going to get to have more rides just because they drive faster than women. So... What does this once again prove? All this identity politics crap with this income inequality all boils down to the fact that, A, there is a difference in genders. There is a difference between men and women. The same party, the party of science that wants to tell you her, her body, her choice, denies the fact – and the same party that wants to tell you that your sexuality is fixed at birth but, but your gender is a choice, it's crap. You, uh, women are women, and men are men. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and that goes into how much money they make and the choices that they make on the job. And I appreciate y'all making the choice to join me here 6 to 7 p.m. every night on AM 1170. Thank you to my callers, to my guests. Love you all. Have a great night and a great weekend. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.